0: Storytellers AZ, a discussion group for people who make a living telling stories. Hello and welcome to another episode of Storytellers AZ, the podcast for anyone who wants to tell better stories. My name is Tyler Hurst, and today I have with me, starting to my left, as I glance over at him...
1: My name is Jeff Snyder. Hi, Tyler.
0: Hi. Hi. What do you do?
1: <laughs> what do I do? Um, I day in the day, I, I handle IT here in the in the Valley for uh, local municipalities and government agencies. I that's my nine to five, and as defined uh, recently my my seven to two work is uh, is blogging, writing, storytelling, uh, working on a few startup companies, and being just active within the community.
2: Okay. All right,
0: and on the table then we have debbie
2: hi debbie walker personal blogger podcast editor blah blah <laughs> <laughs> what else do you want me to say
0: she gets her hair cut a lot
2: <laughs> i'm running out of hair so <laughs> i get cut any shorter like, i'm gonna be ah, a man well, i still can uh wendy what's up I'm wendy connie writer editor and blogger
0: uh, uh i'm tyler hurst I, I write and market and plan events uh, we just got done with another excellent meeting uh, with uh, the Storytellers AZ group. We talked earlier about, what we talked about earlier? NaNoWriMo. NaNoWriMo. Yeah, yeah
2: and
0: self About how hard it is to write a book. And now we're thinking of, once we write the book, which we're all going to write a novel, 50,000 words, all of us who, who committed to, we know how to promote ourselves. And unfortunately, the days of sitting in a log cabin writing a great novel and sending out the publisher and then getting checks from everyone are probably gone. I mean, unless you're Stephen King, or unless you've been established for a long, long time, you probably need to have some sort of extra presence on there.
2: That bums me out. I know it does
0: suck, doesn't it? You yeah, have to talk to people and give speeches and things like yeah. that.
2: So uh,
0: that's tough to do. A lot of a lot of uh, a lot of novelists have no idea how to do that type of thing. And here in town, we uh, there's a, a, a group of just Two guys, right? Two of them.
2: Yes. Okay. Uh,
0: Evo Terra and Jeff Morarity, uh started a company called ePublish Unum. E Publish Unum, is that right? Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. Latin. Um,
0: of that is designed to teach authors how to to promote themselves in a in a, in a rapidly changing uh, world, both digitally and and analog. Uh, a lot of people think that social media is the answer to everything. Unfortunately, it's probably not going to sell you a million books. Uh, Debbie, why do people need to know this? Why do storytellers who produce anything need to promote themselves better?
2: Well, why do you write? You write so people will read what you've written. Mm -hmm. Uh, People can't find it anymore. There's so much information out there via the interwebs that you need to wave your flag a little higher to get noticed among all of the plethora of bad, good, or indifferent writing. Okay.
0: Uh, Jeff, you, we mentioned this earlier, and you kind of gave me a weird look um, about this. Um, you, I think you took it to mean if you need to promote yourself, you need to offer more things, like you need to offer marketing or, or whatever else to people. What was your hesitation when we first talked about it?
1: I, I think you may have misunderstood my misunderstanding if that makes any sense. When you'd mention as far as the, the days of locking yourselves in, in the log cabin and, and, and knocking out a book and then people just buying it are, are pretty much over.
0: Of course, we're all saying that as never having actually done that. You- <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Um, in, in self-promotion, I the first things that come to mind is, you know, is branding or image creation. And, and then along comes with that is, is positioning. Maybe... The way I started out with my idea to, to to begin a short small book series was, I sat down like, "Well, who's going to buy these books? And and why? They don't even know who I am. I have no product. I have no name." You actually thought about that? That's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> so I definitely business oriented. I, 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 I went about it maybe a little backwards, and well, and I'd spent time along the way. Uh, learning how to, you know, one, practicing writing, doing, you know, real short, three to 500 words uh, on a blog post, understanding how a blog works using WordPress, figuring out what identity and branding is, What's appealing? What's not appealing?
2: Yeah,
0: it's you're uh, you're basically saying that authors, writers, all these people, they need to be entrepreneurs as well as just 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 writing.
1: I think it's yeah, absolutely. Because
0: yeah, we talked uh, we said so Debbie talked about earlier about uh, the same things happening in the music industry. Uh, I just listened to an interview with Bill Simmons and uh, whoever the CEO of Ticketmaster is. I don't remember his name, but it was the CEO of Ticketmaster. They talked about how it used to be that uh, musicians would get 90% of the, not 90%, but a huge chunk of the record sales or CD sales, and then wouldn't get much on tour. Now it's almost the opposite, is they make all their money on tour and very little on, on album sales because songs are cheap. A lot of them are being self-published because you don't have to have a real a record label uh, to go through iTunes or whatnot. You can get your stuff out there, and it's, it's much, much easier to produce a professional level um, music out there but you can't just make music and hope people buy it that's why when you said jeff about when you said you thought about who's going to buy this i don't think a lot of us realize that we authors writers we are just like any other startup business producing a product that people are going to are going to want think are going to want and if we don't think about if we just try to create something just to have art you don't we don't know what's going to sell we have no idea
2: you can't predict it
0: yeah but, but it's, good to, it's good to think about that type, type of stuff earlier is who's going to buy this book when I'm done? Like, is anyone going to buy this book? Or is this book going to be my, my masterpiece that I don't care about? But you have to make money first. You do have to make money on mm-hmm. it. Um, so does that mean that you're going to first you're gonna make a book that helps kids learn how to use computers? And you're going to use that money to talk about your fantasy novel of, what, of, of how you would live life knowing now if, you, you know, if, you, if only you knew then what you know now? Um, so is that something that you've thought about?
1: Uh, basically, when, when, I, when I sat down and, and, and I said, okay, listen, I, I, there are a lot of things that were going on during this latest recessionary period. I was like, you know, there's a lot of things I don't agree with. I think a lot of us probably thought about that. So I looked back at certain things and seen, okay, well, where did I start making decisions in my life that seemed to have more impact than, than not? Um, and that was, you know, adolescence and, 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 you know, high school, I was very fortunate to, to go to a school that was, uh, that was quote unquote, kind of like highly ranked as far as the educational system is probably concerned. I don't agree with any of it. I did not take advantage of it and I did things my own way. Some things worked out great. Some things didn't work out so great. So I sat back and I was like, okay, fine. Listen, you know, just because someone's educated does not necessarily mean that they're, they're, they're knowledgeable or wise. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, I think there's. A lot of people out there that have a, there's a misconception with, you know, you got to go to college, you got to work hard, you have to do these things. Uh, it doesn't necessarily guarantee anything. Yeah. Some of the you, most
2: intelligent people I know haven't set a day in college.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. But
0: but all they do is they, but successful people, their whole point is that they, they make things and then sell them. Well, whatever it is, it's a service or, sure. or a product, they make things and sell them. Um, they're probably not guessing.
1: Absolutely. Time. Right. right, so you no, know, I, I sat there and said, like, "A lot of these things I wish were presented to me earlier in my life, without finding them out the hard way." Which may
0: well it may have been be the, only, the <laughs> only way
1: for it to happen. Yeah. So, my idea is to present that to the younger adults. So that was my idea. Okay, this is how I want to push this out there. Well, how am I going to do that? So I sat down. I, I whiteboarded. I said, "Okay, I'm looking at young adults. Uh, you know, junior high, high school, maybe freshmen and sophomores in college. You know, is is." At continuing education good for this person you know and, and getting a little more granular with each person itself and not so much on, on a guidance counselor but more on a lifestyle plan management system or whatever you want to put it I'm not trying to label or name anything but just yeah. throwing it out there mm-hmm. um, okay fine so we got educators parents single moms broke that down okay how how are they mm-hmm. going to get it well we got the interweb so we've got ebooks stuff like that mm-hmm. first book it's going to be free check it out if you like it great if you don't then don't come back. Don't blame you. Yeah. you.
0: You work with a lot of authors or people who produce stuff. Right. What do you think about the first, first one being free?
2: I think that's an excellent plan. Okay. Why? Because you need to build a fan base. Okay. You need to have people to rah, rah, rah for you. Okay. If you think about the publishing businesses like a merry-go-round, uh, if you just throw your book up there, maybe it lands, most likely it'll ding off and you'll never see it again. And if you keep throwing it out there, if you get online and you patio book it and you get people to help you and you give away free and a free ebook, and, you know, maybe self-publish your first editions by yourself and throw those out, all these things you're throwing at that merry-go-round, more chance that you'll actually land on it. I mean, look at, you go back to the music industry, look at Beaver. I mean, out of the millions of kids... His age that can sing. Millions of kids his age can yeah. sing. Okay, half He's a accessible. million get on YouTube, yeah. Yeah. and a quarter of a million get seen mm-hmm. by more than their family. Mm-hmm. And you know, he had to build his following before somebody of uh, importance or in the music industry ability. To give him that
0: hand yeah. up, you have to you have to build your fan base and build your fans and build your supporters before you need them.
2: Right.
0: Um, I mean, a lot of people think that oh, I'm just going to go out and write a book. I'm going to quit my day job. No. Um, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> talk to um, talk to Pam Slim, Escape from Cubicle Nation. She can help with that. Excellent. Uh, but you can't just go out and do that. I mean, what do you? Maybe your third book is the one that's going to that, that's going to hit. And who knows? Maybe you have to write two crappy ones. Maybe. And you
2: know, I don't. I don't think there's very many authors that can make a li- authors mm-hmm. that can make a living at Just it.
0: Just off writing.
2: What they make it on is possibly movie deals, mm-hmm. and their name out in, somewhere in popularity, so that mm-hmm. they may have written five books, and number four is the big one that hits. Yeah. People will go buy one, two, three, and five mm-hmm. because they like this person as an author. Mm-hmm. So. Um,
0: and they're not giving speech. I mean, I know a lot of authors. They make their money off speeches and appearance fees, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're smart and they're well read and they're and they're and they're experts in their field. I mean, that's that's the idea is. Um, this is for obviously for nonfiction. Uh, fiction may be a, it's a whole different thing. I don't, I don't know how it doesn't seem like fiction authors get the same type of of appearance fees and 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 whatnot unless they're not really. really popular because they're not usually experts in any one field. Right. Um, they can be. I don't know. I don't know if I would contact Stephanie Meyer to ask about vampires, <laughs> but I guess. <laughs> Uh, but you know she
2: doesn't know anything about vampires. Yeah, but
0: but but I'd probably ask J.K. Rowling to to ask it to talk about how to well. But but you can also ask him how to write. I know a lot of writers, a lot mm-hmm. of writers blog all the time about how to write. I hope they get paid for that. But uh, that's something that you can that you can definitely ask authors. There's not a whole lot of money in that because all the other writers are poor too. So you're gonna make your you're not gonna make any money off off of off of just doing that. So it's about appearance fees and it's about being really good and expert in something because. A lot of times I don't think they're buying, they're not buying a book, they're not buying a podcast, they're not buying a CD, they're buying a piece of whoever that person is. Um, I know yes. that yeah, when you b- listen to the Beatles, you're not listening to the songs, you're listening to the spirit of the 60s in those songs. Yeah. Um, and same with like David Foster Wallace was listening to, it was that's just a, a snapshot of, of life at that time, as told through metaphor and other, other type of good stuff. Mm-hmm. So we all, all going to be novelists here soon?
1: That's what we're talking about. Yeah, you know, we just, just do I'm it. Exciting. Mm-hmm. All right, so
0: you'll probably hear this in uh, some around sometime around mid November. Um, I will probably be finished with my book already and have it published. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I don't know about Jeff. Wendy's still waffling. Um, Debbie will be working very hard on getting all the podcasts set up and finished and producing out there. How many podcasts are you editing now? Three out of here. Wow, we're one of three. We feel so. People feel so start up hard.
2: and then they quit.
0: Yeah, I know yeah. we've we done a good job keeping up. So, anyway, all right. Thank all of you for your time. As always, we meet every second and fourth Wednesday of the month at Gangplank, from seven to nine p.m. We record our podcast at eight thirty. Gangplank is located in historic downtown Chandler at two fifty South Arizona Avenue. If you have any questions, if you'd like to make fun of anyone, if you'd like to tell us to screw off you may email me at tyler at gangplankhq.com. Uh, if you want to check out all of our old podcasts, you can either search for Storytellers AZ, all one word on iTunes, or you can go to storytellersaz.com and check them all out from there. Uh, anyone else have anything they want to say to kind of end this? Because I think we're all kind of hungry and it's almost Halloween. And All right, so happy halfway through November and have a great Thanksgiving and see you later. Bye. 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 Thank you. For listening to Storytellers AZ, we'll see you next time.